0: Hey, I'm Ari Atari, your host, and on the line is disgruntled New York sports fan Justin Moskal. How are you, man?
1: <laughs> I'm good, man. You know the uh, traded Porzingis, a lot of stuff happened uh, since last time we talked. So let's get into it.
0: Yeah. Um. So, are you prepared for five straight months of Sunday night podcast, Sunday afternoon? Well, this one's Sunday afternoon. We're doing it um, for five straight months. Are you ready?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm ready. All about the NBA. I'm locked in. NFL's you know- over. Congrats yeah. on the uh, Super Bowl.
0: Oh, I was about about to bring, I was going to bring that up. Thank you very much. Yeah. Are, you imp- oh, yeah. Are you impressed?
1: I'm impressed, you know. Uh, I don't know how they just keep doing it over and over, but the league just needs them to leave if they want a chance. So,
0: yeah. you know, that's all I'll well- talk about it with you. Nobody answered my uh my text in the group chat about the Super Bowl. <laughs> Notice that.
1: You know, it just was gonna let you live your life down there, and uh, you went. You had to enjoy it yourself, you know.
0: Yeah, I I did. <laughs> I definitely did. Um, all right, so we're gonna do trade deadline today. We're a couple days behind. Pro- we Probably should have done this on like Thursday, but I told you like we were gonna do these podcasts on Sundays. And I want to change it up on you for the first one, but. I don't know. Anyways, we're doing it now, and that's all that matters. Yep. So, where do you want to start? I'll let you decide.
1: Um, Let's start with Anthony Davis. I don't want to get all worked up already over
0: all right well, we can do We can do Porzingis after Davis. Let's start with Davis, because that's the biggest story. It's funny, because he didn't actually get traded, but he's still kind of the biggest story around this trade deadline. So, you know, we did the Anthony Davis demanding a trade reaction podcast about two weeks ago. And uh-huh. the conclusion, we both drew different conclusions there. I thought he was going to be a Laker, just like uh, oh, rich Paul. They are planning it. It's already a done deal. It's just a matter of time. And you're like, no, he's going to stay in New Orleans. They're going to wait, see uh, who gets the first overall pick. Try Maybe try and trade him for that. Uh, wait till the Celtics can get involved. And you were right. I got to give you some, uh, some credit there. Yeah, I
1: appreciate it. I just, you know, and this is what I, my main thought was. is like what, what Dell Demps did was incredible. You know, Pop called him. I get all that and was like, you know, don't, don't give in, don't give in. But he asked the Lakers to give him a trade offer. They gave it to him. He released the details. They asked yeah. him to up the offer. They upped the offer to a crazy amount. He releases the details. The third offer was for six picks, and he releases all the details. Now all the young Lakers hate LeBron, and he's basically taking Anthony Davis into the offseason, and he's just going to unload them all to uh, Boston for everything they can get.
0: Yeah, or maybe wait to see who gets the first overall pick. Um, I don't think Demp really is in think charge. I don't
1: they will.
0: I don't really think Demp is they'll in just charge, dump though. Them to Boston. Really? Well, we'll see. Yeah, because, you know, they have you read the thing about how the Saints uh, yeah, yeah, management yeah. is kind of in charge about here?
1: This last, two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Demps is actually reporting to Mickey Loomis. I don't know how much say he has, but let's backtrack a little bit. So Rich Paul, that Monday morning, just wanted to start the news cycle and everything by saying Anthony Davis has demanded a trade. And a couple of days later, they just made it known that the preference is the Lakers. And, you know everybody was thinking about this back in the summer when Anthony Davis hired rich Paul as his agent, because why else would you hire rich Paul unless you wanted to join his co-founder in that agency or whatever LeBron's title is um, and join LeBron in the Lakers, Anthony Davis. It's funny. Cause he's in new Orleans and he's one of the best players in the league, but he's not really like this recognizable star. I feel like he doesn't have his own shoe. I think that kind of matters for players of his caliber and he wants to go to the Lakers, be a bigger star that's why you he heard New York involved. He just wanted to get to the Lakers and they like the thought. unibrow helps. Yeah. They, but they thought by starting this thing right away, when only the Lakers could really get involved, it was a done deal. And the Pelicans were like, eh, you know what? We'll wait. We can wait. We don't have to trade you right now. You're under contract. We don't owe you shit.
1: Yeah. And then obviously they were going to just keep him out, which to keep him healthy and to, since he's, you know, injury prone, but then the NBA comes down with that. So he has to play. And then there's no reason why would, like I said last or two weeks ago, why would they trade him to the Lakers for a pile of unwanted draft picks when they can just wait for the Celtics to give them basically half the team?
0: Yeah, there's no, there was no reason to trade him now. And I'm glad that they, you know, not just cause I'm, a guy who hates the Lakers and everything, and I'm a Celtics fan, but it just made sense. It was like, why would would you yeah. trade him? I just thought it was going to be one of those situations Rich Ball and LeBron get their way. And now it's interesting for the Lakers, because you mentioned this earlier, now all these young guys, Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, they all kind of know LeBron was trying to trade them. Luke Walton, I don't know why LeBron hates him or wants him out, as it's been reported. I still don't
1: understand that.
0: Yeah, but now you know, there's dysfunction there. It's like everywhere LeBron goes, just dysfunction follows him, you know? Yeah, and
1: it's like, always... It's never his fault, either.
0: Because, well, no, it can't be because he's the greatest player of this generation. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. He's he's great. He's made eight straight finals. But, you know, it's kind of alarming that this does follow him everywhere he goes.
1: It really is. And it it doesn't... It kind of points to him more than anything else, just because he goes places and has to control everything.
0: But I don't know why he's mad because he went to the Lakers. He knew what he was getting himself into. I think they thought that they were going to be able to land Anthony Davis at this trade deadline. I really think they believed that they were going to do that, but they did not And now the organization's in disarray. You know, it happened in Miami. Spoelstra was on his way out. Like, it was a, It's kind of a miracle that he lasted. Everything that happened with David Blatt, Mike Brown, they fired him before LeBron even came back. It's, he's always had problems with the coaches, with the players around him. Kyrie Irving left. Uh, Kevin Love has, and Chris Bosh were always kind of the fall guys in Cleveland and Miami. Do you think this is a situation where maybe players don't want to play with LeBron that much? Because if you look at it this way, you know, Paul George didn't come. We don't know if they're going to get Kawhi. Maybe Davis, when he's a free agent in 2020, and he's looking at a 36-year-old LeBron who will turn 36 during that season. He's like, I don't want to go over there and play with 36 LeBron. I, I, that, then I could, that could turn into another New Orleans situation in like two years. I don't know if these guys well, are in a hurry to the, play with LeBron. My thing
1: with the Lakers, too, is they have LeBron. They need to get a top 25 player, let's say. If you look at all the top twenty-five, twenty players, which one of them is just dropping everything? You going like I'm going to the Lakers to play with LeBron.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's there is. It's not
1: many. It's not many.
0: Have fun with Kemba Walker next year, LeBron. That's what
1: I'm saying, Kemba. The only one he needs, he needs Anthony Davis badly. Yeah.
0: and everyone who's saying, oh well. Why would the Celtics get involved? They'll lose Anthony Davis in a year. Well, number one, you don't know what could happen in a year. Toronto thought they were going to lose Kawhi. Or people said Toronto will lose Kawhi if they get him. And, you know, that situation's not done. But it's been pretty well in Toronto so far. And Paul George, everyone said Oklahoma City would lose him. And he resigned. So a lot can happen in
1: that year. year.
0: But the other element of it is, will Anthony Davis actually, or not, Will Anthony Davis want to go to the Lakers? That is an element. Like, what do you want to go play with 36-year-old LeBron? But then the Lakers, are they going to go through another season with this temporary roster they have with these guys like Rondo, Caldwell Pope, Stevenson on these one-year deals? This is like a temporary roster because they're giving these one-year deals because they want to save their cap space for actual free agents they want to pair long-term with LeBron. And I don't know if they're going to be willing to do that for another year. And if they aren't, then they can't sign Davis when he hits the free agent market, you know?
1: yeah and it all it all boils down to this really this free agency and next free agency for the Lakers, and like you keep saying, LeBron's not getting younger, so they that's why all those reports came out that you know three first round three first round picks and four players, and the Lakers know
0: right do you Did you see anthony Davis's list of teams he wanted to go to?
1: Yeah, the Celtics weren't on there.
0: Well, it was such a bullshit list. Like he pre or his dad came out and said the thing about loyalty and how the Celtics traded Isaiah Thomas and he was loyal to the franchise or whatever. But then you list the Clippers on there after they traded Blake Griffin.
1: Yeah, I was. That's what I was thinking too.
0: Like, can we it, just all agree? There's it no was loyalty. Clearly,
1: a bullshit list that he just put out there just to stir the pot. Really,
0: can we just all agree that there's no loyalty?
1: No, I mean, there hasn't been loyalty for a while. We like to think there is, and fans like to think that there's loyalty, but they're really – because there's no loyalty on both sides. Yeah, so and why, why should players be loyal and vice versa?
0: You know, with free agency this summer, I was thinking about this. Is it a disadvantage to get the guy and then have him on your team for a year? And while he's on the team, even if it is pretty good, the situation, he's still thinking, well, this could be better. I think that's kind of just like human nature – we always think, what's better? You know, what's better than what we have right now? And yeah. if you get these guys, then if they're thinking like that, then maybe they'll just leave, even though that situation's a fine situation. That's something I'm worrying about with Kyrie, because he's already, he already left a pretty good situation in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I mean, which it, it's a little different with that, too, because he, he left, in my opinion, he left because he knew LeBron was going to leave.
0: He He wanted
1: to get out of there
0: first. But he left to go to a situation he thinks is better. And when you're in one situation, it's easy to think another situation is better because you just don't know and there's unknowns and you can fantasize about it and make it something that it might not actually be. And I think that's what a lot of these free agents could, it could happen with Durant, who's going to be a free agent. You know, Durant is on a team that can win its fourth title or for him, at least it would be his third straight title. And why would he go leave to play with the Knicks and James Dolan?
1: Hey, we can only hope. No, but, but no, you're right. It doesn't it doesn't make sense other than the point that you just made. It's that they don't they just want to see what else is out there. They want to see what they can do. Like Kevin Durant wants in his mind would be like, "Wow, I'm leading the Knicks to a title and just rejuvenate New York." Which in his mind that's what he's thinking about right now, probably.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. We we can get to that Knicks element in a little. I just wanted to say uh last couple things on Davis. Um, or the Lakers, actually. Now, Do you kind of feel like they just wasted a year of LeBron's career?
1: Absolutely. I mean, they could waste two years of LeBron's career, honestly.
0: Well, even if they get him this summer, which doesn't seem likely, because if they were going to get him, why would... If New Orleans wanted that Lakers package, they would have taken it now. Now, I don't think the package is going to get worse, but the whole reason they didn't take it is because they knew there would be better stuff out there if they just waited. Air quotes around. Yeah, it's also a a
1: leverage thing. Yeah. They could Uh, also use that as just having a bidding war.
0: Well, let's say somehow he lands up on the Lakers this summer, or let's say the Lakers sign Kawhi as a free agent, okay? I feel like those years were the free agents mesh. You kind of have to have that one adjustment year. We saw it with LeBron in Miami. There's always that one year where there's a little bit of adjustment. If they had gotten Davis now, the Lakers, they would have had two playoff runs with him until he signed the new contract and probably would resign with them. But now, if they got him over the summer, that first year would kind of be the year they would have to get acclimated to each other, LeBron and Davis. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, that was my point when I said they could waste two years of his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because well, like, like, basically hit it on the head right there is You just need that one year to play together.
0: Well, the worst case is they just don't get Davis in the trade. Kawhi either re-signs in Toronto or goes to the Clippers, and you don't get any of these free agents, and you're in- going to end up either having another temporary roster, like the one they have now, or you sign these other guys who are, you know, not... Superstar players like Kemba, Boogie, and those guys are the ones you sign. I was
1: gonna say Boogie. Boogie's interesting. I don't know. Good. I know, and he just—he seems like he's gonna stay.
0: Well, he can't stay. They—they don't have the money. Why? I mean, Clay Thompson. What do you mean, Clay Thompson? He's not leaving. Never know. You would rather have him than Boogie, even if they, even if they lost Clay and Durant. I guess if they lost Clay and Durant, then maybe they could keep Boogie, but they, um, I, I don't know the exact numbers on it, but Boogie's gone. This is a one-year thing. Steve Kerr even said it himself, and I think Boogie knows it's a one-year thing. He's gonna want to get paid. But he's been really good. This team's like, unbeatable now with him. I, I tried to tell you this, or I
1: guess we both were talking about this, is that people overreacted a little bit earlier in the year to the Warriors, and all we said was just wait for Boogie. Just wait for Boogie. And here he is. Would just you trade, dominating.
0: Would you trade, and forget the money aspects of it, and obviously it's not going to match up, but just hear me out here. Mm-hmm. Would, if you had the first o- for, first overall pick, would you trade that for Anthony Davis? Just like just, straight up. Just, if just you straight cook. up. Yeah. No. Yeah, I wouldn't either because, you know, Davis, you would only have. Because you would have to do that trade this summer, and with Davis, you would only have him under contract for one year, and maybe he doesn't re-sign. As opposed to getting Zion for like the next nobody wants seven to be years that team least? that
1: that passes on Zion or does something to where they don't get Zion.
0: Did you see his block the other day against Virginia,
1: or where he just kept going up into the air,
0: or like how he came out of nowhere? It was very <laughs> Jason McCourty esque.
1: Dude, he started. He caught the guy at the three-point line. Caught the ball, and he was in the paint, and he made a block.
0: Yeah, it was like Jason McCourty breaking up that pass on Brandon Cooks.
1: I love how you just keep trying to jab those Patriots. Uh...
0: No, I got to do what I can. So, <laughs> uh...
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So Boston's the other element of this. Now they're in the Anthony Davis sweepstakes. They can offer Tatum Brown. The problem is they're probably not going to have as many picks as they thought they were because Memphis is probably going to keep theirs. The Clippers probably going to keep theirs now. So I don't know. Lots up in the air there, but Tatum's the best asset. Uh, that I was can. about to
1: say, it'll just be more players now from Boston than picks.
0: So any other thoughts on Davis? Um, No, not really. So we're kind of talking about the Knicks and I know you're very excited for this to talk about, the Kristaps-Porzingis trade.
1: You know, there's only one way this goes well for the Knicks, and it all hinges on this summer. I feel like everybody knows this. They have to get Durant, your boy Kyrie, somebody to make this trade even make sense.
0: So they need two guys, and the trade was a trade for cap space, essentially. They traded Porzingis mm-hmm. to Dallas, along with Hardaway and, and the Courtney main... Lee— well, I'm gonna the let me go over the trade. Away. Yeah, let me let me yeah. just go through it real quick. So they traded Porzingis along with Hardaway, Lee, Trey Burke, who didn't really matter as far as cap space stuff, and they got back Dennis Smith and the expiring contracts of Wesley Matthews, who's now been waived. DeAndre Jr. Wait, DeAndre Junior. Is that what I said? DeAndre <laughs> Jordan? I was I was I was looking at my notes and I read Dennis Smith Jr. and then said DeAndre Jr. DeAndre Jordan. Together. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's DJ and DSJ and. Yeah. Yeah. And they got the two first rounders. One of them will be unprotected, so that could be kind of good. Um, so, yeah, you're right. This whole thing just hinges on whether or not you're going to land those two free agents. And it's Durant and Kyrie. I don't even think Durant and Kemba would be worth it.
1: No, it wouldn't. It would, it has to be Durant and Kyrie, pair him with Zion, and just, and it, you can't even be mad as a Knicks fan now because you know that it all happens next summer. So now the Knicks are just pushing it off till next summer till we sign probably Kemba Walker and like Blake Griffin or Tobias Harris.
0: <laughs> so I, well, I think most people hate this trade and they're like, Oh, the Knicks just traded their young star, their French, their cornerstone of the franchise for a chance at Durant and Kyrie. And yes, all of that is true because you know, some people say, Oh, well it's a done deal. They wouldn't have done this if they didn't know. Let's say Durant, through back channels, through Rich Kleinman, whatever, said that he's coming, he could change his mind in a month and there's no retribution he has to pay for it or anything. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. the reason I don't think it's a complete disaster is and the part everyone's glossing over is poor Zingas's health. That torn ACL with his size, his body, I just have a hard time imagining him coming back and being the guy he was prior to the injury and the trajectory he was on. I, I just can't see it.
1: That's what I I wrote this down too that no one's really talking about it. It is kind of a, a big risk for the Mavs just in the fact that they really don't know what they're getting with Porzingis. I mean he just isn't he hasn't played in what is it, a year and a half now?
0: No, exactly a year. It was actually like right after the Super Bowl I feel like this happened. Last year. Really? Yeah.
1: So a year now.
0: You like, should hey, know this. Who
1: knows? Mm, I'd rather not think about when my uh, best players get torn ACLs.
0: Well, he's gone now, so.
1: You think You think I know when Odell snapped his leg?
0: I could tell you when Tom Brady I, tore his ACL I, or when Hayward. I was
1: about to say, I could probably tell you when Odell snapped his leg, but.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. It's The injury makes me feel like it wasn't a complete disaster because you don't know if he's a franchise guy anymore. Maybe the Knicks know something about his injury. We don't, but I'm not giving the Knicks a benefit of the doubt. They don't deserve that.
1: Yeah, no, the Knicks never deserve the benefit of the doubt. Always remember that James Dolan runs the team and mark my words, we'll get Campbell Walker and somebody else.
0: You're really down. You know, Matt was all high on uh, Durant and Kyrie both coming, or do you think that's just an act?
1: I think it's just an act. I mean, we all know it's all fun and games until they sit down in a room with James Dolan.
0: It's all fun and games until July 1st.
1: Basically. Well,
0: that's So you're not excited about this at all? Not really. You would have rather just seen if Porzingis was healthy?
1: See, I had somebody... I talked about this the other day with somebody, and they asked me the same question, like, so you're not excited, so would you rather just keep Porzingis? No, I guess, I, no, I don't mind the trade because it is fun to sit here and be like, oh, we might get the and we might get Kyrie. It's better than just sitting on a torn ACL and hopefully getting Zion.
0: Yeah. The New York Knicks, 2019, A New Hope, starring uh, Mark <laughs> Hamill. <laughs> I'm
1: in. Sign me up.
0: Can Mark Hamill play James Dolan? Absolutely. That's disrespectful to Mark Hamill. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get Durant and Kyrie. I kind of do feel like you're getting Durant. You've just been hearing the rumors all year since last summer. The same way you heard the rumors about LeBron with the Lakers for a full year before it happened. just kind of feels like it's going to happen. And you know the stories with Rich Kleinman, his agent, business partner, whatever his title is. And his connections to the Knicks and how he said he wants to be the GM of the Knicks or run the Knicks one day. If Durant said, "I'm coming," but you have to hire Kleiman as the GM, are you in?
1: I'm, yeah. Sign me up.
0: You don't care. I mean, he can't do a worse job than Isaiah Thomas or Phil Jackson or who was the other guy? had? Grunwald.
1: Yeah, exactly. He can't physically can't do better than. I mean, worse than them.
0: Yeah. And, he's and at least he Durant, brings Durant, so he
1: automatically does better.
0: Right, he's already done better by signing Durant. Correct. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anything else you want to touch up on there?
1: No. In the end, like I said, I'm not, you know, mad at the trade. I'm not overly excited, but I'm. It's it's nice to have, you know, something to look forward to. Finally.
0: Yeah. So your your life as a basketball fan doesn't matter until first the lottery, then the actual draft. And then the free agency.
1: And then, like I said, when we get like Kemba, I just stop watching basketball.
0: <laughs> this is your, This is your. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After that, this last, is my under the five part. months, after the end of the five yeah. months, you're never coming back. So I'll time out perfectly. Nope.
1: Exactly. Retire yeah. on top.
0: What if you or don't on get the bottom, first... I guess. What if you don't get the first pick and you got like second or third? Would you package that and Knox and maybe Dennis Smith and some other assets and use those to get Davis, and then maybe Durant comes and you don't get Kyrie, but you pair Durant and Davis?
1: That would, yeah. I mean, but do they take the second pick and Knox, Dennis Smith, and – who I don't even know who else. like do they even take that trait probably? So who not. do
0: you take with the second pick? who's that one guy Mormont? What's his name
1: <laughs> uh it's it's looking like the three Duke kids, honestly.
0: no, who's that guy? What's his name?
1: Who are you talking about?
0: I don't know. there's some guy his last name starts with the m.
1: <laughs> I don't think his last name's Mormont. That sounds like a game hey, a of game Thrones of
0: Thrones character. character God, I'm so <laughs> bad with... uh. College basketball. His name is John Morant. That's the guy.
1: <laughs> okay. He said Mormon, and I was like, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's the I don't watch the college basketball. Kids.
0: I just watch Zion.
1: I watch, I actually just lose money on college basketball. It's all that,
0: No, so yeah, it's that guy, Mormont, Jorah, Jorah the Andal, uh, Jorah the
1: <laughs> various little Littlefinger. It's all of them.
0: Yeah. So you're packaging Jorah the Andal. <laughs> Kevin Knox and whoever else Dennis Smith. You tell the Pelicans have whoever else you want. And then Durant comes. You're in.
1: I'm in, which that'll never happen, but I'm in.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll really see. It really
1: hinges on Jory the end all, his season this year.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> right. um, he's, he's having a good year. Heard He's averaging a double-double. His personal yeah. issues with Daenerys have finally subsided, <laughs> and now he's really able to just focus on the game. Oh,
1: he got the he got the uh, the rock off his back.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! Come on now. Um, not really. Sorry. Eh, depends. <laughs> depends on how if much that you spoils. Want to do. If
1: that spoils the show for you, get help.
0: All right, let's go to the Eastern Conference, where the. Three of the top four teams, not the Boston Celtics, all made pretty big moves. I guess not. I mean, they weren't like superstars getting traded, but it's gonna. It definitely shakes up these. So let's start with Toronto. Okay, they got Mark Gasol from Memphis in exchange for Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, C.J. Miles, and a 2024 second round pick. So obviously, on paper, Gasol's just a pure upgrade from Valanciunas, and now. You might move Abaka to the bench. And Abaka's actually been pretty good this year. So you might want to keep him and maybe pair him with Gasol and have Siakam come off the bench, but Siakam's been good. Too. I
1: think you paired Siakam with Gasol.
0: That's Yeah, that's what I would do.
1: That seems like the best their starting five is pretty good with that with that trade, honestly. Larry, Green, Kawhi, Siakam, Gasol. Yeah. I mean that's that's up there in the east for sure.
0: You know, what they gave up, Valanchunas, Dillon Wright, CJ Miles. none of those were like big deals or anything.
1: And the thing is, is uh, looking at each team, which one of these teams has depth at all to make, to even contest the Warriors?
0: None. So do you really need the depth? Because, you know, in the playoffs, you only have, you only need your eight guys. And if you're Toronto, you know, you have the starting five, you mentioned Van Vliet. Uh, the guy who goes to the bench, whether it's a Baca or Siakam or whoever, and then OG. That, those, that's kind of year eight. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then Van Vliet's had a pretty solid year backing up uh, Lowry, too. Which...
0: Yeah, that's why they didn't really need DeLon Wright because you have Van Vliet. I was Vliet.
1: just about to say that, yeah.
0: CJ Miles, I've just kind of been like, eh, do you really need him? He hasn't even been that good this year, I feel like. And then, obviously, Gasol's just an upgrade from Valanchuna. So I really like the trade. I don't know how much better it actually makes them, because they were already pretty good. But it gives them that other dimension. And, you know, all these East teams are really just going for it this year because LeBron's gone, and they know that they can get to the finals this year.
1: Yeah, now's the time.
0: Yeah, now's the time to make the finals and get swept by the Warriors. Hey. Whatever Somebody's works. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it.
1: <laughs> That's the motto a- of the East.
0: It's an honorable task to get yeah. swept by the freaking Warriors in the finals. So, yeah, this obviously makes them better, but now there's a lot of pressure on Toronto cuz Gasol can be a free agent too and Lowry could be a free agent the year after this year. And
1: doesn't he have a player option?
0: Yeah, he probably won't opt out. He's making over 30 million a year. Never yeah, mind. Um and then Kawhi is obviously a free agent. So there's pressure on Toronto. All these East teams, there's pressure um, let's get to another one. Milwaukee, they got Miritich. This gives them some flexibility. And they gave up. Okay, so this is kind of like a three-team deal. So Milwaukee gets Miritich. New Orleans gets Jason Smith, Stanley Johnson, and four second-rounders. And Detroit gets Thon Maker as part of this deal.
1: Yeah, they the Bucks basically just unloaded the end of their bench. Yeah, for, uh, for Miritich.
0: Well, they just gave Maker and yeah, and they got all these second rounders. Um, it's kind of nice that they didn't have to give up a first to get Miritich. Miritich gives them some flexibility now. Like
1: Miritich is pretty good. Like he went really down good. to he went down to New Orleans, and him, Drew Holiday, and Anthony Davis were just tearing it up.
0: He's not a good defender, but he's just he's the kind of player you want. Shoots the threes, got size. He's just a good, modern player. And I'm going to be interested if they go to these lineups where they play Giannis at center and they have Miritich, Middleton, and just kind of go five out. Uh, even though Giannis... Miritich,
1: Middleton, Brogdon, Bledsoe, Giannis. Yeah. That's a scary lineup.
0: Yeah, even though Giannis doesn't play out. But if Giannis is your guy who's in, I mean, I mean, and he starts out when he's ball handling. That's pretty scary. Yeah. So this was obviously Absolutely. a big move. Miritich is going to come off the bench, give them depth. I think I like this move the most out of these East teams.
1: That's, that's what I wrote down also. I I was big on Miritich when he went down to uh, New Orleans, and they swept um, the Trailblazers. And he's, he's yeah. just a good scorer. That's all he is. He's a, a lengthy, just solid scorer.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And, you know, the Bucks. we talked about how Toronto's going to have some free agent issues with Kawhi, the big one, and Gasol. The Bucks have... Miritich will be a free agent this offseason. Middleton will be a free agent. Bloodsoul will be a free agent. Brooke Lopez will be a free agent. And Brogdon is going to be a restricted free agent. So the Bucs are in this interesting scenario where all their guys are going to be free agents. And if they only made it to round two and they lost to one of either Boston, Philly, or Toronto... Are you really going to pay all this money to bring back your guys for a team that just made the second round? I don't know, and if you don't, then and you suck next year and you're worse than what you were this year and you only had this one good year, maybe Giannis demands a trade down the line. I know he said all this stuff about how he loves Milwaukee, but pretty sure Anthony Davis said similar things about New Orleans. We saw Kyrie saying he was going to re-sign with Boston, and now he's kind of backed off of that, so anything could happen.
1: And the thing with with when they say that is, is... It's always right after they have, you know, a pretty solid year and the team does well and then or they just sign the a new contract
0: year. or they just sign exactly, a new contract. Exactly, they just sign a new yeah.
1: contract and then nobody realizes like you keep saying so much can happen in a year where the team can just suck and they're like, "Well, what the hell are we doing? We have all the guys we said we were going to get and make a run and we made it to the second round."
0: Yeah, so what are we going to do? Repay them all and give them more exactly. money? Exactly.
1: And Middleton is clearly just playing on a contract year. Like, just playing out of his mind.
0: His scoring numbers aren't as high as they were the year before. Really? Yeah, they weren't when I wrote that uh, sidekick column. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, Milwaukee's an interesting case because you don't know what they're going to do with all their free agents. It's going to be interesting. These teams, they and, all have like big free agency issues in the East. I said Milwaukee, Toronto. Obviously, Boston has Kyrie, who's going to be a free agent, and they don't know what they're doing with Anthony Davis. They couldn't really make a trade because they had to save all their assets for the Davis trade, potentially in the summer. And then the final team, which we'll get to now, uh, Philadelphia, they traded for Tobias Harris, who will be a free agent this offseason, along with Jimmy Butler, who they got earlier in the year.
1: Yeah, and this was in my opinion my least favorite of the trades
0: Horrible trade. but
1: they all were they were all the same to me almost it was all just you know one more player that's a an extra score that they can just you know that are just better than the other player that they had playing there does that make sense
0: What's, like they were oh, just great. you're just getting more talent
1: yeah exactly it was just a, a plug and play for one year to make this run and like you keep saying this is big for these three teams because these guys can just leave. And then you make a big trade for these guys and they run away to somewhere else to make more money. Right. So it's big for these teams to make runs and keep these players to where they're like, all right, we can make We can make a championship run. We can win the championship. Blah blah. blah
0: and if you're, really, you gave all these assets to get Butler. Like you gave up Sarich and Covington And then you gave up more assets to get Harris. You gave up that Miami first rounder that's unprotected in 2021. And, you know, that could be the year of the double draft, you know, when the high school players come out at the same time as the guys who had to go for one year because they were a year too uh, early before the rule got changed. So that pick could be more valuable. And Miami seems to be going on a downward trajectory right now. And you got Harris, a guy who kind of needs the ball, who... Now you pair him with Simmons and Embiid and Butler, and these guys all kind of need the ball. I don't like this fit. They don't really have depth now. Uh the full trade was Tobias Harris, Boban, Mike Scott went to Philly, and the Clippers got Landry Shamet, Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, and the two first rounders, a 2020 first and a 2021 first. They had a lot of value for a guy in Tobias Harris who was a f gonna be a free agent this offseason and just leave.
1: Yeah, it and like they got uh, they traded Fultz, obviously, which this can be lumped in with Philly, I guess.
0: Oh, I was talking about the Clippers getting the value.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then yeah. basically Philly dumps all these uh, assets and stuff for, like you said, a rental. And you just don't know if these guys are ever going to re-sign. And Tobias Harris will definitely not. Will, I guess definitely not. Will probably not re-sign with Philly.
0: I don't know. I think that he's the one you, I'd rather keep him than Jimmy Butler. Really? Butler's an asshole.
1: Yeah, and everywhere he goes, he seems to just blow the team up, so.
0: But yeah, so Philly, I think they gave up way too much to get Tobias Harris. A rental. A rental, who could leave. Potential and you, rental. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I don't know. And then they kind of sped up the process when they didn't have to. What was wrong with just going patiently with Embiid and Simmons and just figuring the rest out? I know, like you have your two franchise cornerstones, and they really just went all in when I don't think they had to.
1: And all they've been saying for five, six years, trust the process, trust the process. And then the process is happening now, and they're trying to fast forward.
0: They pushed all their chips to the middle of the table already and I they might have done it yep. a little too soon.
1: Like that team with Jimmy Butler is not better than Toronto or Milwaukee. Oh, you don't think so? No, not at all.
0: You I mean think, with Tobias I mean, the, Harris.
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously. And uh in my opinion, it's the Bucks, Toronto then Philly. And it boils down to Ben Simmons just so and disrespectful. That team not,
0: towards the Celtics. If, yeah, well. All right, keep going. Sorry I interrupted you.
1: Um where was I? Oh, Ben Simmons and and B they're just not the team's not built the right way. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, Ben fit. Simmons can't shoot. Right. And that means he needs the ball to be able to pass nonstop. And they have Jimmy Butler and Embiid who also need the ball nonstop to score. So it just all boils together to where they're not ever going to beat or be able to make the finals and beat one of these teams that is in the conference finals because of that.
0: Yeah, the fit has never been perfect. And that's a reason why I kind of think Simmons might be a dark horse candidate to like force himself out and demand a trade. Because of that, A and B, I think he wants to be the star, the number one guy, and Embiid is that guy.
1: Embiid's definitely that guy.
0: Yeah. And then they traded faults. who people were... I saw some people saying, they didn't get a good enough return on Markel faults. I'm like, what return? He sucks. He's a bust. The fact that they <laughs> He got doesn't a, play. The fact that they got a first-rounder out of him, now it's top 20 protected. It's still amazing that they were even able to get that. And they got Jonathan Simmons, a rotation player who can't really shoot threes, whatever. But yeah, the fact that they were able defense, to get. That's about all he does. Yeah, the fact that they were able to get a first rounder out of Faults is incredible. Look, they screwed up. They shouldn't have made that trade with Boston. And they uh, they messed up. That's all there is to it. All you have to do now is just kind of take the loss and move on, you know?
1: It's kind of scary what that team would be if they just didn't take Folts, huh?
0: Or if they stayed at three, took Tatum or something, had another first-rounder this year with the pick they gave to Boston. Yeah. And then now their team is, like, all these big guys. Like, they don't have any guards, really. I know Simmons is the guard.
1: Their guard is J.J. Redick, and he legitimately only shoots threes.
0: Yeah, he can't play defense. He can't go guard, like, Kyrie Irving in the playoffs, you know?
1: No. JJ Reddick shoots the same sh- three shots every game.
0: They're going to be real dependent on TJ McConnell.
1: That seems like an issue.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe they can get some of these buyout guys, but honestly, this buyout market, I don't think there's a lot of guards like that.
1: No, definitely not. Not one that will just make, like, push them into a different, you know.
0: You look what Milwaukee problem, gave up for Miritich. They just gave up. Whatever it was, Thonmaker and these second who rounders. wasn't playing. Yeah, and these second rounders. And Philly's given up, you know, two first rounders. Shamet, who I actually liked. Is it Shamet or Shamet?
1: I think it's Shamet.
0: So you gave him up, who I kind of like. Wilson Chandler, who was like okay, I guess. It was a decent wing.
1: And you, you essentially traded for the same player.
0: Yeah, except you. If you're Philly, you gave up a lot more, and it's going to cost a lot more to keep him. Exactly. Because he's not going to be able to reach his level, because he is better than Miritich, but he's not going to be able to play better than Miritich as the fourth option on Philly.
1: Correct. And it. it this is why I said I didn't like the trade. Uh, it was the worst out of the three, because like you said, they traded all of those assets, all of these picks for the exact same player in Miritich. And it just doesn't it doesn't make sense what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Right. So they have
1: like five or six shooting guards Philly does on their roster.
0: It's like <laughs> what is they just have a bunch of wings, yeah.
1: It doesn't make any. All of them can't shoot except Redick.
0: So which one of these teams do you think should be like the most scared or has the most to lose in free agency? Boston has Kyrie as a free agent. Toronto has Kawhi. Philly has the Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris thing. And Milwaukee has all their guys who aren't Giannis, basically.
1: It's got to be Boston, right? Over Toronto? Yeah, that was the other. It was only them two. I mean, the other two are just a bunch of ifs. Like, it's just too many players to wear. I think
0: Philly is the one who has to worry the least, actually.
1: I them and them than the Bucks. Well, the Bucks.
0: If the you know the Bucks still never proven anything in the playoffs. Giannis has never won a playoff series. At least these other teams, they've all won at least a playoff series with their given core. The Bucks have never won anything. They could easily lose in the second round. Just
1: blinded by how good Giannis is.
0: I mean, he's great. But then these other guys, are you crazy about any of them? You want to overpay them?
1: No, I've I would not overpay for Middleton.
0: I'm going to make the prediction right now, and we won't know if I'm right or wrong for at least two years. (laughs) Actually, I'm not going to make a prediction. That's so stupid. I don't want to be the hot takey ESPN guy. No,
1: you got to say it now.
0: Well, no. I mean, it's just Milwaukee. I can't see this going well for them. Like They're obviously not winning the finals this year. No one's beating Golden State. But if they lose all these guys, Bledsoe, Middleton, Miritich, Lopez – then they're kind of stuck and they're worse and they're not gonna they're not gonna be a marquee free agency destination. If they re-sign all of them, then you're overpaying they probably have to overpay to keep them. They'll be overpaying for like this average roster of talent. But this is
1: where the NBA boils down I say this all the time to you, is like you overpay to keep your guys because who are you gonna get that's better than
0: I know, but like if they're well that's kinda happened with Washington and Otto Porter and they were able to get out of that, but It's just I don't know if that team is going to be one that can actually win a championship because the talent is just not there. Like they don't have the real number two guy. I know Middleton made the all-star team, but I don't view him as like an actual second star. You know what I mean? And if you're Milwaukee or if you're Giannis, actually, and you're there after the next year and you're just like, we're not getting anywhere. We lost in the second round last year. Overpaid for all these guys. This is the core. They're not good enough. I think he might demand a trade. That's my prediction.
1: I don't mind that prediction. I mean, like you said, a lot of a lot of things can happen in a year. Yeah. A lot of things can happen in 2 years. So but You see
0: with all these players out, everybody just always wants out of their current situation. It's I just ha- can see it happening with Giannis in 2 years too. Who like who are the guys who are actually happy in their situation? Can we name them like the stars? Steph Steph seems very happy in his situation. I think Harden is happy.
1: Harden's, happy. Harden's very happy down there.
0: Um, the Oklahoma City guys, both Westbrook and Paul George, I think they're happy.
1: Westbrook's legitimately just happy because he can do whatever he wants in Oklahoma City and no one really cares.
0: Yeah, but other than that, who's happy? I guess Denver's happy because this is their first year with this little crew, right?
1: Yeah. Damian Lillard.
0: I don't I know if he's, he's happy. happy. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to get out of portland maybe he's a guy the lakers would target this offseason. he would have two a, years left on his contract after this season
1: yeah this is all funny that we say this too because i just said how like lebron's looking at you know the top 25 players and nobody's gonna leave to go there but then we say like there's not many people that are just outright happy where they are
0: did you so see what a this... year or two down the road who the hell knows well, but that's the thing. You can't just keep going with these temporary rosters if you're the Lakers for two years when you have LeBron. Did you see his all-star draft, how he just kept taking guys who were free agents or guys he wanted to get, like Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie? He drafted,
1: he drafted every single player that had a player option or was a free agent yeah. this year or next year.
0: Anthony Davis. I think he took Lillard, who's somebody who people have talked about the Lakers trading for. And then... uh Ben Simmons, his clutch, his fellow clutch member. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. And somebody, uh, there was a picture of him with that team, and he was just had this grin on his face, and somebody quoted yeah. it and said, look at him with that shit-eating grin on his face. He knows exactly what he's
0: doing. <laughs> he we called he this two me. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going to take all these guys. I did say this. I can't remember that I said it on the podcast. I thought I just said it. You two did. Years.
1: I'm pretty sure you did. Huh.
0: We'll have to play it back. Um, yeah. Let's talk about some of the minor stuff. And then, oh, I got one more uh, question. I got
1: a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the three or, I guess, four teams in the East, do you think any of those teams actually think they have a chance of winning the championship this year? Like, well, in, this is their hearts, be like, like in their hearts, in their locker room?
0: Well, this was going to be my. I was going to ask this at the very end. I can do this now. The Warriors, should they be sweating any of these teams? Should they even be nervous no. at all?
1: The Bucks, I guess.
0: They don't have. I. I just I didn't, that's the team I think won't even make it to the conference finals. Really? Cuz I just don't think they have that number 2 guy.
1: Yeah. And the only reason I said the Bucks is cuz I don't really know who's stopping Giannis on the Warriors, but then who's the hell's stopping Giannis on any team? Yeah. So Yeah, I guess Toronto. Kawhi knows what he how to do that, so
0: it'll be interesting. I can't wait to see like what the second round matchups actually are. Cause we're assuming Indiana now that they don't have all depot, they're just going to take a dive in the standings. It'll be interesting yeah, to see who plays who in the semifinals conference semifinals.
1: Yeah. They, um, in, didn't Indiana just beat, uh, the Lakers. Lakers and the Clippers. And then the Lakers and the Clippers went into Boston and you guys lost.
0: I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> There's there's not a lot to be optimistic about after those (laughs) games. You know the Celtics before that Lakers game,
1: it looked bad.
0: You know before that Lakers game, the Celtics had won ten of their last eleven, with the one loss being to the Warriors. And you would think, okay, things are really looking up. And then they blow big leads to the LA teams in back-to-back games. They weren't back-to-back; it was two games and three nights, but still. I don't know. Let's get to the minor stuff. The Warriors shouldn't sweat any of this. They're gonna win the title. That's kinda the problem with the NBA too. Like we're talking about like transactional stuff, and all this stuff is more exciting than the actual game because we already know the end result of all the
1: stuff that all this stuff, all the stuff that people tweet, LeBron liking big booties on Instagram. Like that's all much more interesting than
0: That's why you have somebody like me, a Boston fan, rooting for the New York Knicks to get Durant, just so Just so this, we can actually start having fun with the NBA again and talking about who's going to win the title and being able to have a debate on that because that's always the most important question.
1: Everybody should wish the Knicks get Durant.
0: I just hope he leaves the Warriors. All right, so the little stuff (laughs) the um, Wizards got Jabari Parker. They swapped him and Otto Porter, essentially. Amazing. They got out of that Porter contract.
1: This is a great, great move for them.
0: What are the Bulls doing now? They're just going to pay money? Yeah, they're just going to pay money to Levine and Otto Porter, and they're going to combine He's... those guys with Markinon <laughs> and Wendell Carter. That's your team. Congrats.
1: Well, I mean, you saw what uh, Foreman and Paxson said, didn't you?
0: No. That they, they like
1: not. they just aren't getting free agents to come to Chicago right now. No, they have definitely to. Definitely not cool. now. <laughs> he, he, they literally said they have to have a culture like, revamp. Like, you're the ones that set the culture, I no. think.
0: Jim Boylan's leadership council? That's not a good culture? Tell me more.
1: No, the seven guys on an 11-man roster is not not good?
0: Oh. It's just from suicides in practice. That's what Jim Boylan uh, – that's how Jim Boylan's coaching – Sir, this is the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Barnes to the Kings, they got back Zebo and Justin Jackson, and I think they waived Zebo The – I do not understand that trade. So like, I know, think for Dallas, trade, but... for Dallas, it was just to clear up cap space because okay. now they're tied to you know your guys Hardaway and Hell Lee yeah. for a while because nah, for a couple years at least because of the Porzingis trade. So it's to give them some cap flexibility, and for the Kings, gives them a guy to play the three who can um, help them make the playoffs this season, which they're trying to do. Did you see LeBron's Instagram post about this?
1: Oh well, yeah, about he is something, man.
0: That's so hypocritical after he was just trying to trade all these Lakers guys. <laughs>
1: that's what I'm saying. He is something else.
0: Like, like what?
1: I, people on Instagram are just fueling into this too. His comments are some – I, I want to throw up when I read them.
0: Did you see the picture of him uh, sitting like by himself on the bench?
1: Oh, he was like three yards from everybody else. Like, I know
0: a lot of that is just okay, the timing and everything, but it's just still funny. <laughs>
1: He there was four empty chairs in between them.
0: Yeah. I it's unbelievable. Uh the Rockets got Shumpert. That was really their only big move. Some people thought that they were gonna make a lot of moves because, you know, Harden was playing with James Ennis and Austin Rivers and not the best talent. But, you know, Chris Paul's just now come back and Capella's gonna come back at some point. And when you have Chris Paul, Capella, and Harden together, I think that's kind of the team that you're gonna roll with, you know?
1: Yeah, there's no not really any more moves you can make there and in their minds this is one team i actually think that thinks they can beat the warriors which they can't but they took the warriors and uh, other than chris paul getting hurt would have had a chance yeah so i mean
0: they had game seven in their home court in houston
1: yeah and he doesn't get hurt who the hell knows
0: yeah that's a big one
1: yeah exactly
0: So we'll see what happens. I don't think they'll have the the opportunity again without home court, but are they
1: the one team the only team in your mind that has a chance?
0: No, no team has a chance.
1: If you had to give one team a chance?
0: I'd probably just pick Milwaukee because they would get the home court as of right now. (laughs) I think you're gonna need that the Warriors. (laughs) That's funny. Um from a talent perspective, I think the only the Who's the closest team to the Warriors in terms of like total roster talents? Either Philly or Boston, right?
1: I guess. Or Toronto? I
0: don't know.
1: Lowry, Kawhi, Gasol now?
0: Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I would like Gasol if he was, this was a couple years ago more. But, you know, that's a good, that's good that you mentioned Gasol because the next thing I was going to bring up was so Memphis trades him, but they don't trade Conley. They don't commit fully to the, uh, to the tank job, which they probably needed to. Now, Conley has another year on his contract, so they can wait to the offseason to move him. I would have moved him now. Like, If you're Memphis, at this point, it's not about getting a great return. Mike Conley's never made an all-star team. You're not going to get some superstar return like the Pelicans are going to for Anthony Davis. You're just going to get some draft picks, maybe a good young player, hopefully a decent rotation guy, and you're going to tank. And I don't know. I guess the one logic I could think of for keeping Conley is to help him with uh, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s development,
1: and like you said, with Conley not making All Star team, they paid him all that money to, to you know, make All
0: Star teams. To it's just so tough in the West, though.
1: Yeah, I, I understand that, and the team has not been good. But if you give a guy that money, the team isn't good. Three, two, three years down the road, you have to do anything you can to unload him. And I honestly do think that they did what they could to unload him. I think they just tried to pair Gasol and Conley and trade them both. And yeah, nobody really wanted it.
0: Not that big of a deal that they kept Conley. He'll help out Jackson. They, like they, they'll said, move, him. They yeah, they'll move him him. this off season. Probably they but have to, they don't have their pick this year, unless it's like in the top six or eight. I can't remember exactly. Or else it goes to Boston and he would have helped uh, getting rid of him. Would have helped with the tank job. Um, For sure. Holiday's still on new Orleans. So I thought if they moved Davis, they should have also moved Drew Holiday. Obviously, they didn't move Davis, but I think this offseason, Holiday would be the type of guy who gets moved after Davis does. He would have been great on Philly instead of Tobias Harris. He could have played off oh, ball. Terrific. Ben Simmons would still be the ball handler. It's funny because they traded Drew Holiday to actually begin the process when they traded him to New Orleans to get Nerlens and another first rounder. It's just funny. Yeah. So, Holiday's still in New Orleans. He's obviously going to be there the whole year, rest of the year, because the trade deadline's over. But we'll see what happens in the offseason with him. I think they'll move on from him. And then there's some buyout guys I just wanted to quickly run through. Uh, Robin Lopez, I think he would be good on the team. He He's uh, still a big guy, can rebound, set screens, right? Yeah, but...
1: yeah where, Where though? That's the only problem.
0: Know, somewhere. Somewhere that would need to size. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Maybe Portland. You can go back there. Back up Nurkic. That wouldn't be bad. Add some that.
1: depth. They're not doing anything out there, though.
0: Yeah, I don't know where he would go, but he's still a solid big. Markeith Morris, who, if healthy, I think he would be really good on a lot of teams, but he's got this neck injury or something, and I think that's been keeping him out, and that's why teams are not going to get him. So I don't know. Um, and then there's also your boy, Cantor.
1: Yeah. He, um. He, the thing about him is, is he's actually a solid player and he can help somewhere else. This is just like, um, like what you said about Robin Lopez. Yeah. But um, like, I don't see any fits is the problem Boston? on like an actual team. Yeah.
0: I like him in Boston.
1: I guess I could see that. I mean, he's an
0: awful defensive player. You can't leave him out there too long. You just throw him out there. He can get you some buckets, and yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. They're just—they're all just, you know, what eighth man, nine man, if they get signed somewhere.
0: Right. Yeah. It's but you know the bio market is helpful. I mean, Philly got Bellinelli and Ilyasova on it last year, and those guys played big minutes for them in their playoff run last season. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then everyone's favorite buyout guy, you know, I said Cantor was your boy, but this is really your boy, (laughs) Carmelo Anthony. Stay mellow, man. I mean, the Lakers, so they traded Muscala, no, they traded Zubak and somebody else for Muscala, oh, Zubak and Beasley for Muscala, and the key here was it also freed up a roster spot, so that's where they could put Carmelo.
1: Yeah and you know that's coming, right?
0: I think it is.
1: Like he's 100%.
0: I mean, there's no at doubt this in my point, mind. You know, at this point, their season's over. I mean, they're not winning exactly. the title and LeBron's just going to get his buddy on the team. I think he would like that. Why would it's you exactly trade Zubak though? Zubak's good.
1: He is good. And I don't would they trade him and I just everybody on Twitter was just like, "What the hell?" And I, that's exactly what I thought.
0: Yeah, I thought he was good and he was now he's on the Clippers and they got all these guys there now. The Clippers do. I mean, I was watching them last night. They have Gilgis Alexander, Beverly, he is very good, By the way. Uh, what's that one guy? Garrett Temple. They have him, they have Montrez Harrell. The Clippers just have a lot of good players. And now they're gonna have two max free agency spots. I have Gallinari's on that team. Like they have good players, now they're gonna have Flexibility with the with their cap situation, and they got that great pick from Philly for Tobias Harris. I actually really like this Clipper situation. I don't yeah, think their boy Doc, agents. And, and Doc, but I don't like their uh free agents, or like I don't like their chances of getting free agents.
1: I don't know. They're almost, and this is weird to say because it's the Knicks, but they're almost in the same boat as the Knicks.
0: Yeah, but I think they're better run organizationally with Jerry West there now.
1: No, obviously. And that's why I said it's a little different. But, like, they are in the same boat. It's just like, does anybody want to go there, honestly?
0: Right. Maybe the answer is no.
1: And the answer is no.
0: Well, Kawhi did buy that house in Los Angeles that everyone's making the big deal about.
1: Yeah, probably. There is, honestly, and I'm going to say this and it's probably going to happen, but there is 0.0% chance that Kawhi Leonard plays
0: for the Lakers. For the Lakers.
1: When yeah, LeBron I'm not saying it
0: either. I mean, we're hearing Clippers, we're hearing he might resign with Toronto, but no one's saying Lakers. And if they they're, don't get him all as the- free agent, they're not getting Clay. I doubt they're getting Kyrie. It's I I, I can see a scenario. LeBron just doesn't get these free agents and his entire Lakers career just becomes a waste.
1: He that his entire Lakers career will just be, Oh, I moved out here for I made my Space Jam 2. HBO show and my HBO show.
0: I made Space Jam, too. I was in all these movies. That's his Lakers career.
1: Yeah. I mean, Kobe was... Bryant would turn over in his grave.
0: Maybe they should bring Kobe back. <laughs> Maybe that could be the superstar free agent they need.
1: Dude, he said he could still play.
0: He couldn't play the last three years of his career, so <laughs> I don't know why he could now, but all right.
1: He probably went back over to Europe, got some crazy surgery, yeah, and he's ready. Got the A-Rod treatment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's probably got two fake legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, um, did we hit everything?
1: I think so. Oh, you you wanted to talk about J.R. Smith?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So where is he? Like no idea. He tweets a lot. Does he?
1: Oh yeah, he tweets all the time, and he like posts Instagrams of like Kyrie's going to the Knicks. Like
0: oh wow, JR. <laughs> Cleveland yeah, I don't So they decided to like tell him, Okay, go away, or we'll trade you, or we'll try and get rid of you. Then they don't trade him and then you're like, Okay, well he'll get bought out. But then I read Cleveland's not interested in buying him out because there's this scenario where his contract is like fifteen, sixty million, but it's only partially guaranteed. So you can like include him in a trade for cap purposes, and then the team that gets him waves him, you know? Yeah. And he just helps, like, match stuff up. My thing is, if you're Cleveland, you're not getting any star-free agents. Who cares about cap matching up? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. Right now, if you're Cleveland, you're going into full tank mode again.
0: They do not deserve Zion. No. One team
1: deserves Zion.
0: Who, the Knicks? The Knicks. The Hawks deserve him?
1: The Hawks don't deserve anything.
0: My thing with the Hawks is you had your chance at your... And this is the same thing with the Suns, too. You had your chance at your franchise player in the draft last year, and you passed on him. You don't deserve your chance at another one. Ever. Because I actually like Luka more than Zion. Really? Yeah, I do.
1: Oh, I don't think I do.
0: I mean, it's like just splitting hairs, but I would take Luka. Yeah.
1: I guess we'll see. I mean, you saw that block.
0: It was pretty it was pretty good. Guy the freak. All right. So I think that's it, right? Yeah. I think so. Right. so. We will be back Sunday night probably next weekend to do the all star game reaction, give some predictions for the second half of the year. Um I'll tell you what one of We're my doing predictions- late night, right? Late night yeah. next weekend. So um one of my predictions is gonna be I think the Golden State Warriors are gonna win the NBA championship. I don't know if I'm breaking oh, any ground here. Oh, shit. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's 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 pretty crazy.
1: They might they might sweep in the finals. Who knows? Bold prediction. And they did last Warriors in four or five.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. See ya. Peace.